gathered for another edition of Young Kings Wrestling featuring the Sovereign Sound Boy. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, among others. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us that five-star review. Links to all the platforms, and our merch and whatever else you're looking for is available at ykwrestling.com. I promise you, before the end of the year, we're gonna we're gonna have our own website. Like we're gonna have an actual like real website where you can just get these things. It's not just a link tree. It's gonna look good. I promise you. Now I gotta hold myself accountable and get it cracking. But as always, I am the Thespian TC Fontaine, joined by what are we today? Oh, ravishing Reef Rue. Ravishing Reef Rue. Keeping, you know, keeping it as per tradition, keeping it normal. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here. Welcome, y'all. We, we're doing something different. This is our first ever gauntlet episode. I bet you wonder, like, what the hell is a gauntlet episode? Uh, it's going to be, yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing crazy. It's just first half is going to be me and Reef. Breaking down NXT in your house and the second half, uh, got some surprise guests coming through. I'm not gonna say who it is, just in case you know they hit me up last second and say like, "Oh no, I can't make it." But y'all gonna see, we're gonna have some second half guests as we break down Hell in a Cell, little jam pack. So let's not waste any time. You know we watch wrestling all week long, and uh. I didn't really watch nothing this week, man. I did. I started watching Jeff Jerry on Broken Skull Sessions in like less than 10 minutes. I fell asleep. So I got to run that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Man, J E double F J A double R E double T. You know, you know, he back too, right? Yeah. Uh, like live director of a lot of events or something. They, they pulling out all the stops and Stephanie left, man. Man. Crazy. Hey, now if if Jeff Jerry run them shits like how TNA shows used to be ran back in the day, man, listen, we got something going. <laughs> TNA talking. was fun, yeah. like early TNA. It was trash, but it was fun though. My stream just just died on me. ESPN be on that shit, boy. I tell you, we were just talking about that. They come to shut that shit down. I can't can't watch the young boy. Undisputed, <laughs> it's crazy. I'll check the highlights later. It's cool. Uh, but yeah, man, check that out. Uh, what you been watching this past week? Uh, I took a little detour. I uh, started watching Survivor Series 06. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because I was just finishing up that one Survivor Series match that had Tess in it. And looking at the way this dude was blown up because I've been watching. Yeah, listen, bro. You couldn't tell me my dude wasn't on several things. Like, yeah. His face, his neck, all blunt, like, dog. That shit is crazy. Like, yeah, shout out to Tess RP. 
Yeah, man, that was rough. What was the Survivor Series 06? That was like DX and the Hardys and CM Punk on the same team. Yeah, when uh, <laughs> what's his name, dude? Uh, HBK clapped that boot. Uh, Mike Knox <laughs> went to the corner ah. like, yo, who was that? Who was this? <laughs> oh dude? yeah, I remember that, bro. <laughs> like, I just ruined that man' career. Just... I'm gonna say that's the worst way to get buried on a pay per view. He oh, only man. been on TV at that time, what, like five months. If that, yeah, dude, like, and he was down bad from the jump. Like, he was an abusive boyfriend on TV. Like, come on, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you made him, you made him that insecure dude that can't let his girl do what she want to do. Like, you set him up for failure from the jump. From the from the absolute beginning. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to go check. I'm gonna have to check out some of that old uh, ECW. Like, I might have to start that from the beginning. Cause like the first maybe three months, it, it was kind of hot. Yeah, it was fun. Like low key. Like as we got yeah. deeper into that Big Show reign, it was kind of boring. But like, yeah. At, no, 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 no. When when Big Show and Batista main invented inside Hammerstein Ballroom. Oh my god, man! Like who who decision was that? Cause I never forget. You no, know that. that wasn't going down good. You knew it wasn't going down good. And it's like, it probably did for Batista, purpose. but I'm like, he does not belong here nah. in this match in this arena. <laughs> like, y'all, did. that that one, uh, Rick. I think at one point they had Taker in there. I'm like, what are y'all? Taker doing? was on ECW. Yeah, I'm like, yo, what are y'all doing? No, it wasn't Rick on ECW with uh with like Edge and and uh and Mick Foley. Wasn't they running that angle in there or on my trip? I think they had like a segment or something like that. But Rick Rick went up against Big Show for the title. In uh Extreme I don't Warfare. remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. It's, it's it Google. Hold on. It was it was it was one of them. Fo- yeah. It, that that happened. And I, I gotta I gotta find that. I gotta find an exact date because I I watch every episode of ECW. I just don't remember this. So I'm gonna find was, the date. Yeah, I don't think it was a Hammerstein, but it, that I know that shit. No, that wasn't a Hammerstein. I, I know for sure. I would have remember. <laughs> I would have remember Rick Flair wrestling the Hammerstein. Yeah, I don't think it was a Hammerstein, but it was. It was on that that run where they just had all these top WWE guys wrestling Big Show for the ECW title. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, July it was July 11th. 11th. Yeah. That was a week after he won the belt. Yep. That was, that's terrible. I'm gonna go watch that. I'm go, he was on ECW twice. Yeah, uh, I don't remember the other team time. was CM Punk versus uh, Elijah Burke and Shelton Benjamin on February 19, 2008. Oh, sheesh. No, the like the first month and a half of ECW, it was it was low key fun. Like John Cena was on there. No, John Cena wasn't on. Right. Randy Orton, I think, was on there. Uh, yeah. Sabu was in Extreme Rules match like every week and shit. <laughs> and then you 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 can tell like when they just stopped caring. Like probably around the time RVD and Sabu got arrested. That was that was like yeah that that, that messed everything up. Once that happened, damn shit, was all downhill. At least RVD it wasn't even you know. supposed to be. I don't even think it was really supposed to be Big Show. It was supposed to be Kurt. But Kurt was wilding out, too. That's when he Hell, just, yeah. 
about to be on his way out. Which, like, it, I think it was obvious it was heading towards Kurt, like, the whole time. Like, yeah. That would have been crazy. Because the crowd was fucking with him. Man, wrestling machine, Kurt, so much. Now we're going to have to go run back some old ECW. We got to do that. Might have to talk about it. Facts. So, hey, let's uh, let's talk about probably the one of the few biggest things. Like, all right, so I don't – I'm jumping all over the place. Pardon me. Uh, MJF. Uh, oh, boy. A lot of things happened in the last week since we last recorded. A lot of things that – aren't really relevant anymore because uh, in all my years of watching wrestling MV, I said MVP MJF I'm pretty sure he finally got what he wanted because all my years of watching wrestling I don't think they, they would air a legitimate shoot promo on TV I mean yeah. I think your, your, your internet's delayed so I'm going to just keep it going I'm gonna see if it catch up to itself. Uh, uh, oh shit! <laughs> uh, but all my years of watching wrestling, like, why would you air a shoot promo of somebody that's legit mad? I mean, I I know they did it with CM Punk, but like, you know, back 2011 and shit, when he was having his contract negotiations, right? And they let him win the belt, but like. He signed another contract before he won the belt. So, like, all my years of saying, you know, watching wrestling, I'm pretty sure he got a new deal before they went out there and they decided to, to do something. But it's, it's yeah. you know who we're dealing with. It's Tony Khan. So, <laughs> uh, the possibility that it's not. And he just, you know, he just got faith that he's going to come around. Uh, and this, this is the difference between the two because – See, Tony think that, you know, he, he drawing on, you know, other shit that he's seen in the past, like CM Punk in that situation, stuff like that. He think he clever saying, you know what? You got frustrations. Here's a hot mic. Go out and just talk your shit. You know, get it off your chest. Number one, he going to embarrass you out here, make you look all kinds of incompetent for doing it. And number two, whatever he was asking for, for you to pay him, you might as well double that. Now, <laughs> yesterday's price it's, it's not, not today's price. price. Big fans. Yeah. You know, we, we got this uh amazing gem out of the promo. I had to add it to the soundboard. You fucking mark. I, I think we're gonna get a lot of usage out of that one. Oh my god. But no, you see they they leaked that like uh what like the starter contracts in AEW were for the for the motherfuckers that signed day one. Bruh. So like at most M- MJ I keep wanting to call this dude MVP. Uh, at most, MJF was making like 70K at most. At most. Like, Braun Breaker was making more than that before he got called up to, to NXT. I'm about to say, <laughs> that is a fact. Like, For real though. What, the starter contracts in NXT, what, like 200,000? Something like that. I thought, um... I think they had an article Triple H was talking about. It's some, it's somewhere in that that yeah. range. Man, like, like let me go to the performance center for like three, four weeks. Right, pay some of my bills off. <laughs> the the ones I need to get paid off for real, for real, I can get paid off. That's what I'm saying. Bro. Then you can let me go. I'm good. I'm caught up. 
I can say I work for WWE, drive my price up. Exactly. I'm also former WWE superstar back on the indie scene. Right, I was about to say, hey, <laughs> going an indie uh, run, bro. No, I'm 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 a I'm a leave faith that MJF did get paid. Get that paper, young man. In the words of young Dolph, get paid, young. I ain't gonna call you that because you ain't that. Get paid. <laughs> oh man. Hey yo, this promo it was it was fired up, man. Like hell yeah. Passion. Uh I mean, I heard I heard that the uh executives from the network were in the building, so like yeah, that might not bode well <laughs> if they not clued in I'm on what's going on. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Koki Khan swore he was clever, like yeah. That's gonna be a conversation that's gonna be real uncomfortable. Right. That's that's up there. Like, remember uh they said Trump bought raw. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and the stock crashed the next day. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Go check it. Oh it, man. it wasn't like a super duper crash, but like early in the morning, it crashed like a decent amount and it and it kind of came back. But that's when they this is when people found out he didn't really buy that shit. Damn. It was all good. But no, nah, this uh MJF, most talented person on the roster by far. Easily. Easily. Like, by far. So yeah, you should pay him all that he's worth. Cause he is killing everybody in that locker room on the microphone, especially Athena. Especially oh, her. Why? Why? <laughs> Keeping one hundy with you. I I was offended. Bro, that was that was racist. <laughs> that that is racist. I got to hold on, Boosie. That's racist. Like, uh, I watch I watched that clip, and it was the way she said it, and it was directed towards another black woman, and it still came off racist. Yes. And and see now, in, in other conversations that we had about this woman, see you reminded me of who this woman's husband is. Yeah. And then now, and promos like this now I got to think of black women. Yeah. Now I got to think about that. Like, damn, this couldn't have been worse. It really could. Like, girl, you got to think this shit through. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta add the Bianca girl, uh-uh, onto the soundboard. Yeah, I don't know how that one slipped past me all these months. It's, it's been over a year, maybe almost two years since the soundboard debuted. It ain't been yeah. two years exactly, but it's it's Close nearing it. And I don't have Bianca Belair on my soundboard. We need to get that that taken care of, TC. Oh, but uh, I know y'all, you know. We having people listen to us and they be like, why don't y'all talk about AEW more? Oh, we got another AEW topic in a row. <laughs> because uh, yeah, man, Roman Reigns, I heard, showed up to his biggest haters' funeral to oh. make sure that nigga was really dead. Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> hey man. The, you know what's worse is somebody posted like not even an hour after the announcement somebody posted that clip of him talking about like you know he, he was not a needle mover he wasn't John Cena and 
all them other guys, like not even an hour after. I seen that tweet from The Rock on my timeline, just getting retweeted. It's like, hey, this tweet never, never ages. <laughs> <It don't. laughs> like y'all showed up to the funeral so fast. Hey, we ain't, we, we ain't even gonna say his name though. Nah. Y'all know who we talking about. I know exactly who we talking about. <laughs> oh. I seen that little little post media conference, man. That nigga was going off talking about how much money he drew and all this. Oh. He wasn't drawing no ratings, man. The ratings were still the same past week. Right. Nobody cares, bro. I think actually, I think like they said, his segment dipped in ratings. So he he moved the needle in the opposite direction. <laughs> Uh, you know who? Like, why are you going off? Like, and I'm, I'm taking all these with a grain of salt because I don't care enough to double check. You know, I know some things is Googleable, but I don't care enough to Google them. But I heard MJF segments are the highest rated segments on the show. Oh, there you go, right there. Pay the man the fucking money. I'm all for motherfuckers getting paid. Especially when I heard that uh, they gave Apollo Crews a raise just because he was on TV more often, like a couple years back. Damn. If Apollo Crews is able to get a raise. Why MJF can't get a raise in his company? That's Questions that need motherfucking answers, man. But uh, hold on real quick as well. Uh, I had this in my notes and I because I just didn't want to forget it. Uh, due to... Uh, the Snow Bunny scandal, all references to oh, Dr. Man. Umar Johnson will be suspended on this show until further notice. <laughs> I heard oh, I heard he responded. And so pending my investigation, <laughs> we will not be at least on this episode. No, no, Dr. Umar sound bites. And this is so. It's a couple that could be used. Response? I saw very briefly. I saw his Twitter response, but I saw like a, a video response uh, earlier today. Uh, and I seen a I'm whole 20 minute video on YouTube. I subscribe to this channel on YouTube that posts like clips from his uh, his lives and stuff. So like I got one of them on my watch later. I'm about to check it out. Because I got to yeah, see what this man sound said. Like cap. It sounds like Big Cap. <laughs> he said, no, from, from the Twitter response, he said, he said, uh, this was a vendor in the mall that I was at. And they were selling incense and, and like crystals and stuff. And it's like, okay, that's that's that would be fair if if you weren't Dr. Umar. Cause why? <laughs> why? Are you buying incense and crystals from the Yakubians? What's up with that? <laughs> we don't do that around here. You of all people know better than that. So until, until my investigation is up, the, 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 the many Dr. Umar sound bites on this soundboard will not be used until further notice. Uh, further notice may be as soon as next episode. <laughs> is funny, and these are just jokes. Like we we don't cancel folks around here unless you you know the person we was just talking about previously. We don't yeah. say his name. He not he not on redacted time. I I said his name a couple times earlier on this episode, but yeah, 
when it comes to, to yeah. the roast. Anyway, yeah, Snow Bunny skin. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, bro, I, I, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, dang. <laughs> you can't you can't even get me with that cap story, bro. Like she's smiling bro. and laughing entirely too hard bro, for you to be you, just bro. frequenting her business. Bro, we we have all went and, and talked to a woman before that we did not know mm-hmm. before we talked to. And we had a good conversation and shared laughs. Yep. And it, it looked like they exchanged numbers. Cause he did right. that. He did that little, he did that laugh. He did, he 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 been all the way down the laugh. It wasn't nothing that funny. <laughs> oh God. You 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 shaming us, man. Yeah. So until this yeah. investigation, we're gonna check it out. <laughs> yeah, but nah. And then uh, shout out to Obi-Wan. God damn, it's halfway over already. It's crazy. That's crazy. But I'm going to just remind y'all, if y'all didn't see the last episode of Obi-Wan, because Reek didn't. So again, for another week in a row, we can't talk about it in depth. Hopefully he caught up next week. I'm going to let y'all know, in case you forgot, in the roars of Roy Jones Jr., y'all must have forgot Darth Vader is the GOAT villain of all media, in all media, comic nice. books, wrestling, uh, 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 movies, all that, TV show, all that. He's the GOAT villain. You can't name me nobody that's more GOAT. Don't say Thanos. No. Nah, 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 nah. Don't Thanos, Thanos just started becoming like big mainstream when the Avengers movies came out. Like Darth Vader been the goat people for almost even, fifty years, right? People didn't even start reading the comics like that. Forty-five to be exact, but almost fifty years. The goat villain. This whole episode, yeah. he had me shook. Like it might have been like three or four scenes with Vader, and every single time, and my heart was beating. Cause I was like, "What is this nigga about to do?" And if I would like to spoil, I'm gonna spoil one thing here. James Earl Jones is voicing Darth Vader again. So, oh, but I'm definitely watching after this. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that that's what I was. Because I, you know, it's crazy. Like when, as soon as they said that he was gonna be in the show, I'm like, okay, so now I gotta check through, you know, IMDb shit like that. I gotta make sure that my guy is gonna be doing the voice. Yeah. I didn't see nothing pop up, so I was getting scared. I'm like, nah, man, you can't. I know he's still kicking. You know, he could, he could do that voice for me one more time. Right. So I, I, so I was waiting for this episode. So now I gotta watch it. I gotta tell. All right, check that out. They they pay Hayden Christensen a couple hundred thousand just to walk around in the suit. Hey, I take. Hey, it. hey me too. Especially y'all, y'all was clowning me all these years about being vague. Nah, sir. <laughs> nah, sir. No, nah, but before we get into a uh, peasant of the week, I just want to say one thing: fuck Boston. And uh, I don't, I don't appreciate this Al Horford propaganda that sports media has been on the last, like, ever since they beat the Heat last week. I, I don't appreciate it, man. Oh man, because Al Horford never been that nigga like that. Never. That's true. I've, I've been watching basketball over twenty years. Al Horford has been in the league since what two thousand eight, something yeah. like that. Yeah, he was that. He might have been that nigga at Florida. <laughs> he wasn't that he ain't never been he ain't never been that nigga like that y'all y'all doing this like 
man, bro. I don't even want to get started. I'm going to just go to Peasant of the Week. <laughs> I could get on a long tangent about this. So I might save it. I might save it. But uh, Peasant of the Week, we back again. Mm. And uh, I have lost count of how many times I have given Peasant of the Week to you niggas. Because <laughs> I'm doing it again. Here we go. packing the edits, guess what? Peasants, few peasants. Peasant of the week. This week on Young Kings Wrestling. You uh, I, I told Reek what it was. <laughs> it's you niggas, but it's, it's two of you niggas specifically. Uh, at Bad Brian Takes. And at, this is an interesting name, Fugma Balls. On Twitter, bring that ass here. Bring boy. that ass here, boy. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give y'all some context of what's going on. Uh, there is a uh, user on wrestling Twitter. Uh, I'm not gonna promote who it was for, uh, for reasons because uh, one, he he got more followers than us. He oh. he knows wrestlers personally, and uh, therefore, unless I give him peasant of the week, I'm not gonna say his name on here. Cause he not cutting check. So unless he gets peasant of the week or unless he cut a check, we not going to promote you. Cause you got more followers than us. Ain't no beef. You just got more followers than us and you more known out here in these streets. It's how we look like promoting you, how that work, but uh, no beef, no offense, no we nothing. Low key. Yeah. We low key hating. This is, yeah. yeah. That's all it is. We low key player hating. There's a difference between hating <laughs> There's a difference between hating and player hating. Like, player hating is, is fun. You know, it's a little fun yeah. banter. Like, you know, like like we player hate on Montez Ford sometimes. It's like, because his wife loves oh, always. So, like, always. We love Montez, though. But we're going to player hate on the fan. Mm-hmm. So, that's how it works. But hating, oh, man. Hating is like some shit I've seen y'all say about the Miz the other day. Like, we still hating on the Miz for what reason? All right, so there we go. Y'all got to grow up. Y'all got to grow up. Bro, come on, man. This, hating on the Miz is so 2012, bro. Like, right. Like, people stopped hating on the Miz like 10 years ago. Anyway, uh, shout out to Twister, Midwest legend. Uh, this, this whole conversation stemmed from a tweet from this Twitter user that I won't name because he compared everybody's Least favorite tag team, my least favorite tag team, the Young Bucks. He compared them to Twisted. How did the Young Bucks compare to Twisted? You ask. I'm going to tell you. He uh he says, you know how Twisted is in the Guinness Book of World Records for rapping the fastest, and he also has some great songs and verses. However, there's nobody calling Twisted the greatest rapper because he excels in a part of the art that others don't. That is me when it comes to the Young Bucks. I paraphrase a little bit there. Uh. You know, this brought out some very, very Caucasian hip hop takes from <laughs> from you niggas. Ninety eight percent of you niggas consist of young buck fans. Therefore, you niggas get credit for being peasant of the week. But these two of you niggas specifically, Bad Brian Tates, responds with 
Twister, <laughs> my bad. Twister, <laughs> you know I get so flustered doing peasant of the week, and I just like yeah. I can't talk. Twister is only remembered for Mr. Tongue Twister and Slow Jams. Much like the Usos will only be remembered for their DUIs and their super kick spams. Use a better analogy next time, bro. Make it less obvious that you went to Wikipedia before tweeting this response next time, bro. Because this is some bullshit. First of all, <laughs> Mr. Tongue Twister was Twister's first like single, right? That's right. how I know he went to Wikipedia. And Slow right. Jams was his first like mainstream hit, which is how I know he went to Wikipedia because he named the, the two songs. One, nobody ever, nobody thinks of Mr. Tongue Twister when they think of Twister. We think of Pope Pimp. Like, yeah. we didn't get it wet. Pause. We think of right. So Sexy. Pause. We think of Sunshine. We think of, of Do You with Do or Die. You remember that? We think of Pope Pimpin with Do oh, or yeah. Die. The song from yeah. Coach Carter. We think of that before we think of anything else. I just named like seven Twisted songs that we we all remember from Twisted. Overnight Celebrity? And Overnight Celebrity. Those are just the singles. Yeah. Those right. ain't even the B-side that the real Twisted fans know. So this, exactly. this, this was bad. This was a very bad take. It's it, it, not even bad. It's, it's, it's egregious. It's asinine. That's a 10, that's 11, that's a 12. Bad yes. Brian takes you out of here, bro. I might, I might, I might go back and block him for this. But I only <laughs> think this is the most egregious one. At Fugma Ball's response to to the original tweet, and he says, "The Bucks are a lot like Outcast. The Elite is a lot like the Dungeon Family, actually." And he he doesn't he doesn't elaborate any further. Now, he says all that. <laughs> he says all that it, it doesn't even elaborate anymore i saw that one and I, I i actually got angry you ever you ever see like you ever see a tweet that just make you angry on the inside oh several i've seen several like this one had me fuck my balls mess your dumb ass down i want you to name two members of the dungeon family <laughs> I want you to name two members of the Dungeon family and you can't name anybody from Outcast. You can't name CeeLo Green and you can't name Killer Mike. You can't, you can't even name Future. You probably didn't even know Future was in the Dungeon family. You can't name him either. That's five people you can't name. So name me two people in the Dungeon family, at least. <laughs> oh, you can't. I can guarantee you you can't. Without Wikipedia, I know it's Googleable. Without Google. <laughs> name me, name me two people. <laughs> yeah, I gotta start doing research before you tweet, man. Cause what? I swear. Oh. oh what do y'all be talking about, man? This is outrageous. And then of course you had the usual suspects, you know, talking about oh the young bucks, the greatest tag team ever. They ain't even the greatest tag team in that company, bro. Thank you. Like, come on. And after tonight, as, I don't as boring as Bucks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that in a second. But listen, yeah. As boring as FTR are, they better than the Young Bucks. Hell yeah. The Lucha Brothers, 
Lucha Brothers, they're just the Mexican young bucks, but they got more swag. So like I like them better. Yeah. Like the young bucks don't got no swag. And then the, the, they said the, the, the Usos only gonna be known for spamming super kicks. And what the young bucks gonna be known for? These are like, terribly bad things. That's why y'all get pets on the week all the shows. I know we ain't talking about the bloodline. <laughs> right. I know we ain't talking about the undisputed unified tag team champions. Like, and, and this is outside of the, the, little, the little shit that they just, they just give at their job that they write them into. They good at their job. Right. Like, and, and my thing is, it's like, the Usos only going to be known for DUIs and super kicks. Since they've been back together, since Jimmy came back off injury, show me one bad match they've had. It's been over a year. No bad, one. no bad matches. No misses. None of them. Won two different sets of titles. Like, come on, man. They had a they had a bad nothing. Exactly. Like and everything they've been in is going. They ain't like, even and before that. Jay was holding it down in singles. Facts. So like, come on, bro. Main event Jay Uso. Just Andre say, the just giant. Say you haven't been watching. Come on, saying. Come on, saying. <laughs> That's all they watch is AEW. They don't know no better. Right. I mean, all we watch is WWE, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You seen one Young Bucks match? You seen them all? Honestly. Exactly. Uh super kick, super kick, Canadian destroyer. Exactly. They got a move named after Dave Meltzer. That's like the, the number one reason why they can't be the greatest. Nothing. Yeah. That's automatically an F for me. So <laughs> facts. Y'all, y'all, y'all know that. Speaking of automatic Fs and other grades, it's how I transition here. In your house was, you know, had another version in your house. It was good. It was it was what it was. It was NXT doing their thing. And these these people, like, I think how how well we at? I'm trying to do math in my head. Nine months. We had nine months now of NXT 2.0. And like everybody, I think, is officially caught their stride because they put on some bangers for real, for real. Uh let's just jump into it, man. Uh kicking off the episode, we got a uh, Tony's D's. I don't know what to call them, they need a name. Uh, they defeated Legato del Fantasma, and uh, therefore Legato del Fantasma has to join up with Tony D's crew. And uh, I'm gonna say I'm sound like a broken record at this point. It's hard to get behind Legato del Fantasma when they lose every single match, every big match at least. And this was another big match that they lost. Stop booking them on PLEs until they win some shit. Because I'm tired of it. But they they are crazy over though at least so. Maybe, Ooh. man, you heard a crowd when they came Listen, out, bro. I, I I was saying as soon as it got started, this gave me like Shield Wyatt family vibes. Yeah, when that, that match came out, like they was hot for this. Even that one, I think turned the Shield face. So like that's why I can see Legato yeah. like easily turning face the next couple months where they they just gotta run these errands and and just do all the work for for Tony D and stuff. And I think at one point they. Nice. Is gonna hit that breaking point, and when they turn face officially, 
that crowd's gonna go crazy because they was crazy tonight. Oh, yeah. And that's the same crowd. So I'm giving this an A minus, man. What what you got? I'm definitely giving it an A. Um I I think we, we talked about this before. Like they were looking for that that next Mexican superstar that was like in the same vein as an Eddie. And they done gone through so many people. Del Rio, Andrade, Garza, Carrillo. Man, Susan Garza. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, this is the guy right here. Santos is that guy. Because, I mean, the crowd was hot in general. But you could just see the way he was eating this up. Like, that's a dude that's going to get the put. I said it right when he lost the Cruiserweight title. I need to move him up and get him into the North American title scene. Just keep going up from there. Cause I need like I need to see it, cause this the him as as a single star, the group, it's got everything. So I mean, this is that guy. Don't don't drop the ball on this. Nah. <clears throat> Talking to you, Vince and yeah. Bruce. Yeah. And who whoever else is responsible? Like y'all can't fail with this one, cause like who you who you gonna rely on, Dominic? <laughs> no offense. Like Dominic don't got the crowd like that. He don't got the personality to get the crowd like that. So. Dominic Wave ended in the summer of 2020. Yeah. After that match with Seth. Yeah. It ain't been up since. Big facts. See, I gotta figure something else out. But uh we move into the next match. Toxic Attraction defeated uh Katana Chance and Caden Carter, Team KC to retain the women's tag titles. For what reason? I don't know. The wrong team won. But uh, both teams put in work. Uh, team Team KC is short as hell, bro. Like, <laughs> they made Gigi Dolan look like the great colleague inside their region. They midgets. We, we know they, they both like 4'11". But yeah, they should have won. Crazy, I'm going to get this a, a B grade. Yeah. They put in work. They went crazy. Everybody else. I'm giving it a C. I'm mad. I'm giving it a C. You upset? Because the match was good, but I'm yeah, I'm I'm, I'm mad. I'm mad. Because why? Why? I don't need to drop like, the track, do I? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. I don't I, got a whole I, I got a whole rant to go on, but it just it just got me tight. Like, come on, bro. I, I said this before. Toxic attraction don't need the titles no more. We done passed point. And that this is the to me, the best women's tag team that they have in the whole company. Yeah. So this was this was all the, the opportunity that you had. They're the only one that's a real team besides Toxic. Right. Like, I don't know. Cause who cause who else is gonna be the one to do it? Yeah, you, you ain't built nobody else up. Unless y'all plan on them winning the tournament for for the main ones, I don't I don't see the point here. But I yeah. The match was solid regardless. Is I don't know how much longer they can do this toxic attraction stuff. Like, yeah. It's kind of, I'm kind of over it's, it. Like, I mean, it's got an expiration date, but you know, I know it's not really gonna end until they build up a certain somebody to yeah. go after Mandy. I got something to say about that too, because because somebody said something on Twitter, and I was like, he right. So I'm gonna touch on that a little bit when we get to uh, another match later on on the card, but. I know Reek happy about this one. He was mad about the tag titles, but I know he happy about this one. Oh, because yes. uh, Prophecy is back on track. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Hayes mm-hmm. beats Cameron Grimes to become a two-time North American champion 
Yeah. Melo don't miss twice. Two times. Already no. So yeah. I'm gonna give this one a A plus grade for the A champion. You already know the match was good. I don't gotta say nothing yeah. about the match. We just talk about the prophecy being back on track. How you feeling? Hell yeah, I love it. A plus 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 plus. And it should have been the main event because at the end of the day, I didn't give two solid shits about Ron Breaker and discount true value super weenie hut junior as Bray Wyatt. Like <laughs> I really didn't care. So yeah, th- this him and Grimes have been killing it ever since they started this program. And you know that a champion. Wade Barrett said it better than any of us could. That is the one dude that could run, be the face of the entire brand. Couldn't have said it better than that. Big facts. Yo, Wade Barrett was on one. Yeah. Yeah. This whole whole show, he was on. He'd been on one for about a month, ever since Mania. Like, what what went down in Dallas, Wade? Because ever since Mania, you've you've been different. Yeah, I heard it. I, I heard it while in the night. Like you've been big horny on commentary. I'm gonna just say you've been <laughs> big horny on commentary ever since Dallas. Like what went down? <laughs> Let us know. Let us know. Me answers. <laughs> Tell us. No, I'm joking. But yeah. Uh what else happened on this show? I had to put this one. This has nothing to do with NXT. It, it was something they ran during the show. Oh man. First ever diss track. To debut during a premium live event slash pay-per-view in WWE history, uh, MVP's diss track tours Bobby Lashley came out of left field. Bars. They posted it on, on Twitter earlier in the day. I didn't see it. The first, me being exposed to it was on the show the first time. And I was just right, like, right. as soon as they showed it, and I was like, with in the first like five seconds, I was like, is this a diss track? And then, like, it said Fall Mighty. And I was like, yo, this is a diss yeah. track. And listen, F- Funk Master Flex can say it better than I can. Yeah. Now, listen, that's called motherfucking bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. He barred up Bobby Lashley something crazy. Oh, God. And his sample, Hate Me Now. Yeah. Well, Hate Me Now, I think, might be Vince McMahon's favorite rap song. Because <laughs> he used it at WrestleMania with The Miz. Yeah. And now this. Let, let me find out that's what Vince be listening to when he be lifting at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. It's well, up there. Now, now I got what other What other songs do you think Vince McMahon listens to during his workouts? Like, what rap songs particularly are on this man's playlist? If you had to guess. Damn. I know you got some Snoop on there. I got him. I was just about to say that. Like, as much as he's been on TV, he got to have some Snoop. Uh, what Snoop song? We got to figure that out. Damn. And he got Gin and Juice on there? Either that or still DRE. Yo. Yo, what if he has still DRE on there for real? Uh, I said the way he be lifting and some of the videos they be posting, I'm like, he gotta have some bangers. He gotta have some bangers on his on his playlist. Got he it. got some Kendrick on there. Oh, uh, 
don't know. I feel like he don't have no new people. I feel like it's like old school guys. Oh, like, yeah. like you know, you know, he got Nas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He probably got he probably he got, got some, some Diddy on him. Oh, I definitely. He definitely got some hove on it somewhere. What more can I say? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh no, he got some Timberland yeah. on there too. I know. He got some. Oh yeah. He got some Flow Rider. Oh, for they, sure. They, they used. They use that the green. Like he got, he got all Flow Rider on there, probably. He's like, yeah, Flow Rider, pal. <laughs> Shorty got low. <laughs> got it. <laughs> yeah, I know he do. No, we go, we gonna continue this conversation later. Now I feel like he got some joints on there for real. Yeah, I might have to save. I'm about, we gonna table this conversation for theme song madness. Yeah, yeah that's gonna be a deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, for the women's championship, Mandy Rose defeated Wendy Chu. I think we both called this one. Uh, I'm gonna get us a B grade because the match was cool. Uh, the crowd kept their momentum going throughout the match too. So like, the crowd was cold all night. Like, yeah, all night. One thing I forgot in my notes from the last thing, the MVP diss track that was more interesting than the main event was. Uh, let me move on. Yeah. Uh, Wendy Chu's pillow looks very comfortable, or it did at least before it got ripped to shreds. Like I seen the insides of that pillow, I was like, that was probably a real comfortable ass pillow to lay on. It was probably soft, man. Cause them good quality pillows, they they cost the a lot. Good 30, 40 dollars yeah. for a, a good pillow. A real good pillow gonna run you more than 30 dollars. Get them cheap. You might get a yeah. you can get a decent Serta pillow at Walmart for like 20 something. But like it's decent. Serta's is alright. But them big comfy yeah. joints like that one, that's that's it was big too though. So. Yeah. yeah, that pillow is definitely like $60. Oh yeah, had to be. I bought one of the memory phones a couple years back. That was like 35. Yeah, see? Like memory phone pillows Ooh. change your life too. Uh, memory yes. foam anything Hold <laughs> on. I'm going to tell y'all right now I'm going to interrupt the show to endorse memory foam mattress toppers if you don't got one on your bed get one right now it'll change the way you sleep at night I'm telling you it's a, it's a fact yeah but nah, uh, yeah, we knew Wendy Chu wasn't getting it done she did unzip the onesie though see them guns you see the, you see the Wendy Chu guns Oh yeah, she buffered in both of us. She had she had me thinking like she might do when she had that choke on. I was like, oh, I was a little I was going on the edge for a minute. I'm like, hold up now, hold on now, yeah. <laughs> but now that's that uh, swerve coming. Yeah, we, we know there's no swerve. We know we know who's next up, and I got something to say about that because, like I said, I seen somebody on Twitter and they said like they they trying to recreate the Bailey thing with Cora Jade. However, Bailey, Bailey's thing was natural. And it, yeah. it took how many years? Like a year and a half for that? Right about. Corey J been on yeah, TV right for like six months, bro. And y'all trying to force the issue. Yeah. And for me, it's not really hitting. I don't see it. Maybe because I was a <laughs> Bailey hater. So, like, <laughs> maybe that's why I don't see it. But I don't see it. It was for me 
right around the uh, War Games when they when she had uh, the win in that match. Mm-hmm. But then it's like from there you started, like you said, you just pushing the issue a little bit too much. And then the whole thing with Natty, it was like you just recreating all these old tropes to try and like really hit hammer that point home. Like we we don't need to do that. You never need to do that. Like the crowd responds well to her, so just let her do her thing. You just keep putting her in these situations to, you know, like revisit some 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 old old age moments, stuff like that. We don't need to do that. No, that 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 that's not that's not that was never necessary. No, I I don't know what they're doing. They're gonna turn her. I mean, they're gonna turn me against her very easily if they keep it up though. So. Let's let's not do that. But uh, that's probably what they're gonna do. Uh, Great American Bash is on the fifth. Trying to do math here, yeah, the fifth. So July fifth. They like doing the Great American. They like doing these holiday themed NXT shows after yeah. the holiday already happened. I don't get that shit. I I don't know, man. <laughs> like, why is New Year's Evil taking place a whole week after New Year's? <laughs> like the year I feel like the year not new anymore after day three at that yeah. point I don't want you to say happy new year to me and it's the seven let's not do that I just said happy new year enough the first two days it's, I'm good right right like we have a great American bash the day after the fourth of July it's over with America not celebrating the birthday no more all the all the stores done shifted their focus to Halloween. Facts. That's not even a joke either. Like they really be selling Halloween shit in the summertime, bro. Like, they, can y'all put some back to school shit out first, my nigga? Damn. Right. <laughs> they got the one section of Halloween stuff already. And as soon as Halloween over with, it's Christmas stuff already up. Oh yeah. Like how much y'all paying y'all workers to put Christmas stuff up at midnight on Halloween? I've seen them do it the week of Halloween, honestly. Like, they ain't waste no time. They got so the offer, one, one, Thanksgiving matters. I'm going to say that Thank and shout you. that forever. We're not just going to bypass Thanksgiving. But, I'm, like, I, I'm I'm getting to another rant. So I'm going to continue to show. Uh, <laughs> Corgi, I, I, yeah. make me care, at least. Yeah. Please. I get a match of B, though. Yeah. I, it's a B for me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get this next match, though, A+. And I will tell you why momentarily. But this was the match of the night. Uh, Creed Brothers versus Pretty Deadly. Pretty Deadly. Yeah. I, th- I didn't notice they gave them the John Morrison thing. <laughs> yeah. Somebody got to use it, I yeah, guess. That was funny. Uh, right. But uh, the Creed Brothers, they finally win the NXT tag team titles and I have a sound bite for y'all because it's about damn time. Uh, it's about damn time. It's about damn time. I think we was all on the Creed Brothers train they first night on 2.0, which is back in like September, October. Yeah. So we've been waiting to crown them for nine months now. And, uh, yo, they put on banger after – they are so damn good, bro. It's crazy. I don't yeah. think they've been wrestling for, like, a year. They are no, so fucking no. good. The Creed brothers are not just him. 
they are him and him too. They they are it. They are 100% it. And the reason I gave this an A+, plus, it, which somebody probably wouldn't give it an A+. Plus. Like, they probably would give it an A or maybe A-. minus. But I can't, I can't agree if you gave it less than an A. But I'm giving it an A+, plus because I've seen Julius Creed hit a shooting star press, and he hit it picture perfect. Uh, this man is And the insane. story was great. The, last, the finish was cold. Like the last yeah. three minutes, one that they toyed with, like Julius Creed toyed with using the belt, and he, he turned around, he looked at his dad, yeah. and he was like, nah, not in front of my pops. So he gave the right. belt up. That could have cost him the match. I bet Roger Strong was wherever he was at. You know, he didn't come out and celebrate with him. So I know he wherever was he hating. was at, he, yeah, he was big hating. He wasn't player hating, he was hating for real. Yep. Because they cheated and because they won. Because Roderick Strong has been a bum-ass nigga since, since last year. Late last year when he lost the Cruiserweight title, he's been a bum-ass nigga. That's his fact. That was, that was the beginning of this year, I believe, actually. He's been a bum-ass yeah. nigga ever since then. And he lost his manager. His manager said, I'm going to go manage this black woman over here to get the championship because you loser. And she is undefeated. So I'm going to go manage her. There you go. He said, I'm going to change my name back and everything. Yep. Shout out to Stokely debuting the AEW. I'll be so shocked when black people debut out there. But it's good to see him back. He might be the only person they feature on a regular basis. No, for real. Him and Jay can't (laughs) keep him off TV. (laughs) No, you got to. Because I I, I forgot, outside of MJF, him on the mic. But anyway, I'm digressing again. Yo, Roddy Strong, Hayden, and the Creed Brothers are it. They might have to dump them. Say, yo, we don't need you, fam. Fuck Diamond I hope Mon. so. No, nah, I, I hope so. For real. Say, fuck Diamond Mon. No, nah, I've, been, I've been looking at the Creed's in the same light as, like, all these premier tag teams they've had in NXT. Ascension, Revival, uh, like DIY. Like, they, this, this is one of those tag teams that going to have a run. War Raiders. They remind me of, like, a, a really athletic version of the War Raiders. Yeah, I don't know why. And they they dropped the first L on the War Raiders. So nice. I mean, that was that was their moment. But yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely giving this a plus two. Like this this definitely was match of the night, and at least one of the two that I had that should have gone over did. So I wasn't gonna be too mad tonight. But yeah, that that was that was a show stealer. And this dude with that shooting star, because all I'm thinking of is the last couple people that tried the shooting star (laughs) that it didn't end well. So I'm like, yo, what are you doing? But clean as hell, man. That's how how you hit the exclamation point on it. Big facts. And uh, for the main event for the NXT Championship, Ron Breaker defeats Joe Gacy. You know how I didn't care about this match? I didn't care about this match so much. I forgot to take notes on the match and I did not realize it until just right now. So I have no notes on this match. Uh, so I'm just gonna go off the top of my head. Uh, the finish, the finish was the most interesting part. Maybe the last five minutes. Uh, let, listen, if a referee did that shit to Eddie Guerrero back in the day, you know how much heat oh the referee would have? God. Bro. So like that was the first time I ever seen another ref come out and be like, no, 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 no. So that was a, I guess that was interesting. 
something that was different. Like the only thing. Yeah. The only thing that really caught my attention. So like everything from from the the fake chair spot afterwards, yeah. The finish was cool. And almost like almost made up for for the very boring build. It didn't make up for it at all, but almost maybe this close. That's a that's a big gap right there, but. And my, my thing is, like, if you've seen one trope of, oh, if you get disqualified, you lose the title. If you've seen one of those, you've seen them all. Yeah, you know like, what's going to happen. This is this is nothing new to me. So the fact that you know Braun's not going to lose yeah. and you know the stipulation is going to go this way, it's like, what are you really giving me? The only thing, like you said, the, the ref coming in to, to make the save, like, that got interesting to me. And the last... The last sequence of it. That's about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. What I was about to say. So hopefully, I get it back. But nah, this was a. Uh, it wasn't that interesting at all. <laughs> at all. So me that best. Oh yeah, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, it might have it might have been more interesting had had Dolph Ziggler not won the title a few months ago, because yeah. I knew they weren't going to swerve us again so soon. Right, not with this belt at least. So, yeah, that that that's something I've been worried about too. Cause like, Ron is still a star, but that shine is coming off real fast. Like, nah, we we said this a few weeks ago. Move him up. Yeah, yeah, it, we we're we're getting past that point where it's like now you are waiting too long and it, it's not gonna hit. He's when a, he's finally debuts. He's about two two or three months away from the crowd turning on him down here. Yeah. So. I can see it. Like I can see it already. This feud That's didn't do him no favor. So let's get him back on the right track at least. Or you run the risk of this is gold that you got in your lap right here. This dude might turn the company around. Not that the company needs turning around, but like they need that new future star, and they don't have that person just yet. And Braun Breaker, for all intents and purposes, is the guy. But y'all need to, yeah. So hopefully this is just the the first of. I mean, first every 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 top act has a few that just don't hit. That's just the name of the game. So hopefully this is the first, and he don't have another one for a very long time. Because if if you have a consistent run of of just mid 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 mid, why do we care? Yeah, it's not gonna do it. I'm gonna just say this. We, we talked about it. Great American Bash is around the corner. And so I'm reminded of Great American Bash from two years ago where we saw a very particular moment that we can recreate this year. So uh, if that's how we send old Braun upstairs and uh, fulfill that prophecy at the same time, that's a win-win for me. You get A-pluses all around at that point. So yeah, I know y'all tapped in. Just think about it. Yeah. Because you don't miss. And when you tapped in with us, we don't need it. Exactly. But we're going to wrap up our first portion of the gauntlet here. I'm going to sign Reek off. Plug your socials, sir. Y'all can find me at Havoc 24 on Instagram or Twitter. Also, go check out the Havoc Hour, where I talk sports and entertainment on all platforms where you find Young Kings Wrestling, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and the video versions are up on YouTube as well. I was supposed to, I was actually supposed to shoot the episode tonight, but you know we had to move shit back. I forgot the pay per view was 
two pay-per-views this weekend. So, yeah, uh, yeah let's just keep an eye out for the next two weeks, and I'm going to reschedule, move some stuff around. Yeah, man, and uh, I'm not going to plug nothing right now because I'm going to still be around. But you heard him. Go check out the Havoc Hour, and we're going to tag Reek out. It's a gauntlet, so he lost. We move on to the next opponent. Who's it going to be? be? Back. I don't know. I'll be back, though. Next week, I'll be though. Back, though. Yeah. Next week, though. Yeah. Is this going to be probably just going to be us next week? But yo, we're going to let them know, though. Of course. June 26th, 27th. June 27th. Theme song Madness 2. Yeah, boy. Official. We got our official date. <laughs> it also coincides with the 20th anniversary of John Cena's debut. Mm. So. John Cena is also getting added to the throne. He might have a song on the bracket too. You never know. Y'all know what time it is. The time is now. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. See what I did there? <laughs> I will be back. Young Kings Wrestling, and uh, oh, Reek's not here, but here are the surprise guests. I didn't know who it was going to be. I'm, I'm lying. We, we planned this, but they're here uh, for the second time ever. Our favorite, uh, excuse me, our second favorite Filipino after Dave <laughs> Batista, Justin from the Get Your Podcast is here. And yo, yo. From the She Leet Showcase. I don't have the whole spiel. I'm gonna get it down one day though. That's okay. But you already know. I want to say like sixth or seventh appearance on Young Kings Wrestling. <laughs> Miss Katie like Kinsey Baby. Welcome y'all to Young Kings Wrestling. Welcome to the Young Kings Wrestling Gauntlet. Yeah, Bye. yeah. And uh we, we just got done talking about in your house. Wonderful show, but I want to get you guys as uh just real quick takes on in your house. How did you feel about the show? Ladies first. Uh in your house was good. I wasn't uh some things surprised me, but uh overall I was I was actually kind of down. It was a pretty decent what are they called? premium live event, takeover, pay-per-view, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, it was pretty good. So wasn't too bad it was great i thought it was great for what it was supposed to be i thought all the matches pretty much like delivered um yeah i thought it was good it was good like the the improvement is becoming obvious like all those guys have been Mm -hmm. on tv nine months now Mm -hmm. yeah they're all the nerves are gone like they is looking like yeah early early day with network nxt kind of like that's the feel i'm getting it's just on tv oh Basically. And the crowd seems like to be more invested with the characters too now. Yeah. The crowd's yeah. hot. Oh, dude. For that breaker, for the main event match? Yeah, they were hot. Even for that for match. That. that had the most boring build of any match on the show. Literally. <laughs> I, uh... 
It was like I was watching yeah. it, but I wasn't watching it. <clears throat> but no, yeah, dope show. But uh, Hell in a Cell, and uh, yeah, this one was it wasn't as bad as people thought it was going to be. Like it seemed like a little throwaway show, but it was still good. So let's not waste any time. Let's get into it as we kick off Hell in a Cell 2022. Bianca Belair puts her Raw Women's Championship on the line versus Asuka and Becky Lynch. And first off, shout out to TJ Wilson, as always. Like, I thought it was Molly Holly, but apparently it was TJ Wilson only. Oh, and, yeah. by himself? Yeah. It, okay. it was lit, man. Uh, no combination of these three women have missed in the last two months. Like, mm-hmm. they main event in Raw mm-hmm. damn near every week. Mm-hmm. They going mm-hmm. crazy. And, and shout out to Becky, like, being conscious of the numbers game at all times. Like, constantly throughout the match, Becky Lynch is just trying to make this a one-on-one. She's throwing right. Becky out there, I mean, uh, Bianca out the ring. She's throwing Oscar out the ring. Like, she's trying to keep it to where she doesn't have to worry about anybody but one other woman. And uh, I I can't wait to see how she reacts to uh, having that win taken right out mm. of her hands right at the last second. Uh, I'm giving this an A++. Right. This was dope. Who wants to go next? Go ahead. Okay. Of course. All right. Um, no, yeah, definitely an A+. Like, this is the way to start your show. You started hot. You started with the women who all three alone, fantastic, together, made magic. Like, there wasn't, like, a lot of people were saying this should have been in a cell, which kind of agree. But they went out there and said, no. Nah, fuck that we're gonna show you why it doesn't even need to be in the cell because it's gonna be that damn good yeah so yep a plus plus bianca don't miss in 2022 Mm. this Mm. is her year yep 1000 agree and i agree with you guys too a plus plus and at at first i was thinking this should be in the cell too but after the match i'm like it didn't really need it. It, it as a matter of fact like i might say this might be the best triple threat women's title match in a while you know, because like the chemistry between all three of them was on point. And man, you know, props to uh Bel Air and props to Becky, but Asuka, this is her first big match in like what in a long time, right? Because she just yeah. came back like a month ago, like about not even a month some ago. Change. Yeah, something Probably like that. About a year, yeah, at least. Right. And so and she she didn't lost a step at all. Nah. So mm-hmm. I I really like this match. Um it it was like I was gonna say this was a, it was a, my show stealer because it was so good, but yeah, that match was really on fire. And you know what, Bel Air, dude, she's right there now with all the women now, in my opinion. Yeah, like enough with this shit of like oh it's the four horse women and then yeah no, Oscar yeah. and Bianca are on the same level as the four horse women. Oh, if 1, not, probably better than some of them. Yeah, I ain't gonna 1, drop names. Y'all decide for yourselves. No, Belair is the total package right now. She's the total package. And man, can we get Belair in more shorts, please? Please. Someone else should be in shorts more often, too. We'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. well, hold on. Wait a minute. Now. I know you're thirsty. <laughs> I saw you drinking. I know you're thirsty. Yeah. We'll get there. Mm. No, I agree, though. I agree, though. <laughs> Shout out to the shorts. Shout out, yep. to, Shout out to Bianca's edges being laid. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, they didn't move. Nah, Ooh, the whole everything match. about Ooh. Bianca 
it's down to the smallest detail about her and like the lipstick was like multicolored and the gear and the hair give her everything you get it hot i know listen my my favorite thing about bianca belair is is that what i didn't have really growing up was like that representation as a kid like seeing all the little black girls in the crowd just cheering for her having signs like yes oh i saw signs like little est yeah oh like that one that one particularly i was like oh yeah i love this yes i I love to see that because like as a black wrestling fan like who we have booker t that's it (laughs) that's it that's all we had and then like i mean like i mean i mean like as as a main event i know i know i was joking Shout out to Devon. I met Devon when I was like 10 years old on total action. Trust me, I had Jimmy Yang Wang, so I- I'm right there with you. Yeah. Damn. I mean, Damn. also, you know, if you wanted to reach a little bit, you had The Rock, so did we, but like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's reaching for sure. That's reaching that's for right. I mean, we had The Rock too, but it like, that's The Rock. That's different. Like, yeah. No, you, had the rock. Oh, you had the rock more than I did. You had That's the rock true. more than yeah. You had the more rock than I. Did. A rock is Pacific Islander. It, it, it counts. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, what they're trying to say is representation fucking matters. Yeah, especially yeah. in wrestling for these yeah. up yeah. and coming kids growing up. So especially to see like a black woman, like even the black women we had back then, they weren't they weren't booked like a exactly. like a mega star. Like I mean, we had Jazz Jackie. Yeah, right. that was that was it. But like that was really it for a long they time. Weren't, yeah. They weren't Bianca though. Like right. I, I don't even think Sasha Banks is Bianca at this point. That's, you know what? Not at this point. I mean, she represents like another crowd, but I think Bel Air represents like you know, because from what I get from like some of my uh friends and stuff, they want to see them on TV. Yeah, and Bel Air represents more them, you know. Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody's in the anime. No. You know, not everyone's, like, into, like, Korean pop like that, like Sasha is. So, yeah. like, Bel Air represents, like, because some of my friends run the track team. Some of them run the sports team. Some of them, like you said, with the edges and everything, they caught, you know, make the ring gear. So they fit that mold for sure. I, I see black women who I've never seen tweet about wrestling before. Right. That's been tweeting about say. wrestling more often now that, like, they see Bianca. They just see, like, pictures or like videos of Bianca Belair just posted on the timeline and it's like, yo, this, I need to start watching wrestling. Right. Yeah. Right. So like, that's how it is. So like, shout out the representation, even just for the men, like even just for a black man, as a black man now to see more representation on this than I saw as a kid. Like, I mean, we had, I had crime time as my representation. I loved crime time as a kid, but like if I seen crime time as an adult, it would probably rub me the wrong way. Right, <laughs> it's a stereotype. Like, right, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Like we had Bobby Lashley, but he was only around a couple years, so like, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't get that as a kid. Like MVP, he was probably the the, the main one. Him and Shelton, right, right. But yeah, I'm digressing. Uh, no, speaking okay. speaking of Bobby Lashley and MVP, uh, our next match here, a handicap match. Uh, Bobby Lashley defeats MVP and Omos, aka Nick Zilla, aka uh this one was it was cool it, it was cool for what it was like i'm not really gonna gas it up too much uh prior to the match we have uh cedric alexander is, is you know still hanging around like a like a roach 
And MVP basically mm. told him, hey, fam, get off my dick. We don't need you. Her business is done. It's over with. Like Vince Carter, it's over. Mm. And uh, of course, he didn't listen. He still showed up to the point where uh, after the match, later on in the show, Bobby Lashley had to basically tell him the same thing. Like, hey, fam, don't, don't, don't show up in my matches no more. Right. But it was a little bit more civil. Uh, Bobby Lashley stole the dude's belt at the end of it from the crowd. Oh, the, the fans? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I, I would have had to fight him for my replica. That's that's a good, like, $500 right there. It's expensive. Like, don't don't take my belt. And then, like, I don't know if you're going to give it back or not. He gave it back. <laughs> I mean, he did. I was, I was watching him the whole time. Like, bro, give him his belt back. I know. I was like... <laughs> taking this man's belt like you took his belt on the other side of the ring bro <laughs> you yeah you literally just walked around the fuck no well, not just that he had that he spent a long time in that ring like the camera mm. stayed there like the match was like already over and i went to go look go get some food and i looked man this man's still in the ring with this man's belt like just waving it around I'm like eight minutes of time <laughs> like damn <laughs> An entire Roman. Like, are we gonna cut him off? Calm down. (laughs) They should have had the dude in there, the person who had the title. They should have brought him in there too. Right. Let me celebrate my belt. Yeah. Come on. Honestly. No, I'm gonna get us a B though. It wasn't nothing super special, but yeah, Bobby Lashley. That crowd was hot for him though. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. y'all might have to call audible. Y'all might have to get that one off of Roman sooner than than you want to. Oh, see that's. See, I, I'm with you with giving this a B. Oh, I'm sorry, ladies first, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, your turn, go ahead. Okay, so like, yeah, I'll give it like a B only because I feel like this is kind of building Bobby back up. You know, he conquered the giant, you know, beat MVP. Because like, honestly, that's what I would like. I would like Bobby to get back to the, you know, when he had the title. The almighty. The, the almighty, yeah. right. Because like, for me, like, he is one of the guys that could take that title off Roman, in my opinion. One of few. And one of few. And he can carry it and everything will be fine. You know what I'm saying? Um, just don't just switch to the your old ring gear. I, I don't like the half and half yin yang thing that's going on with his, yeah, you know. That was, that was right. Awesome. You need to show them thighs, boy. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean if the ladies are showing thighs, Bobby got shown too. It's only come fair. on. That's what I want. Equality pose from Lashley. Yeah, hit him with the, the pose. Chris Masters pose, you know. Hit him, hit him with the pose. God damn it. Um, I don't even. I guess I was gonna like a B minus. The I was not interested in this build at all. Like, love Bobby, love the former Almighty WWE champion, but I just didn't really care. Like, I knew this was like keep going, but. The match was fine. Bobby, Bobby did Bobby things. Made MVP tap out, so he got his comeuppance finally on that. Yeah. So I just hope right. that we're, we're done with this. With <laughs> MVP, Omas, and Bobby, I want this to be done now. Because... Just, just real quick, before we move on, I'm sorry. Like, where, where does Omas, what happens to Omas now? I was going to ask that question, too. Okay. So I don't know. Like, Great minds. I don't even know. What do you do with it now? He didn't lose, so like, right. Yeah, he didn't lose. Yeah. He can blame MVP for losing, but then do we get a fucking MVP Omos feud that nobody really wants to nah. see? Like, Dude, nobody wants that. That's what I'm saying. 
So like, what do you do with Omas? Right. Because Bobby would be okay after this. Bobby's good. He's already might have to send this dude over to SmackDown and figure out what to do with him over, or send Bobby over to Smack. Send somebody. Yeah, please. They need somebody. You're right. Yeah, they're running out of top tier talent here, guys. Because I'm getting tired of seeing seeing dance. Okay. Yeah, man. You know him trying to say. This is what I said on on Twitter. Like somebody must have saw him dancing at the WrestleMania after party and was like, (laughs) "Yeah, sure, give it." Man, I mean, keeping him on TV. Yeah, yeah. Shanky's on TV about the same amount as Omos right now. True, true. So, but they're not, but they're also like not doing anything with either. Right. At, after this, so. No, we, we're gonna see how that's going. Uh, shout mm-hmm. out real quick to to Gender Mahal and Baron Corbin, both getting dubs on SmackDown this past week. I, I I'm giving swallowing SmackDown whole. The Maharaja, the Maharaja, the Maharaja and Corbin on the same episode. <laughs> It was like that episode of SmackDown was booked specifically for me. <laughs> Hell no. He does have a banger theme song, though. Who, Jinder? Jinder Mahal? Oh, Jinder's theme's always been fun. Yeah. With the, uh, <laughs> and the graphics, I like the graphics. I'm telling you. Hey, man, he need to win the title back again. Ooh. I'm speaking into existence. <laughs> I don't care who's offended. Let's move on. Uh, our next match, uh, Kevin Owens defeats Elias's younger brother, Ezekiel. Uh, I thought Zeke was going to win this one. I'm not going to lie to you. He probably lost for wearing that big-ass collar button-up in that interview he had. Y'all see that? Yeah, yeah. With the shit down with the... Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Ooh, Kareem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Shout out to Booker T, too. Like, they were on the kickoff show, and they're just like, who's going to win this match? And Booker T said a lot... Uh, not Elias, Ezekiel was going to lose because he was swagless pretty much. He literally said that. Like, if y'all go back and watch the kickoff, he was like, yo, yeah, he seems like a nice guy, but he don't got no style. Because that's that's what determines. Like, the fuck? I love Booker T. T. Hey, style is Booker T has said some questionable things in the past, so. True. True. Booker T's harmless. I want the IWC to stop acting like Booker T's opinion <laughs> is just the, the worst thing in the world. Oh, no. Everyone's opinion. He's given his is... opinion just like all of us are on yeah. his podcast. I have seen way worse opinions. Than oh, I've yeah. seen worse. Booker T. Like, Booker is just out of pocket a little more, but that's okay. Listen, like, Booker T's worse opinions just like the ones we discussed earlier on the show. Right. Like, I don't know. Y'all, y'all probably listened to the, the first portion. Oh, I do. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, going to listen for sure. Mm-hmm. Some, Definitely some, somebody, somebody compared the Young Bucks to Outcast. In, oh, my. <laughs> like, some people shouldn't have access to the internet. I agree. I'm just saying. Well, some, some people just shouldn't think. Oh, well, like, that's the in, problem. They weren't. Like, I know this also, is the hell of a Everybody's right here. I know this is the hell of a sound review, but what what part of your brain cells came up with that comparison? You know, sorry, I I don't know, but if I if I use my glasses and then put everything on, they white. Yeah, very very Caucasian. Yeah, very, and nothing resembles no resemblance. 
Yeah, just, you know, uh, Kevin Owens and Ezekiel, I'll give it a C. Uh, I, I enjoyed the, the feud and all the banter more than I enjoyed the match. But I don't I don't know what that was. It seemed like it was a throwaway match. Like you probably could have put that on later on in the card if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. Could have swapped sure. this with the U.S. title match, possibly. Yeah. But, yeah. What did you guys think of that one? Um, I, I knew to see. I mean, Kevin Owens was the best part of this feud, hands down. I talked about it. I feel like I talk about it all the time. Kevin Owens is a gem. You can put him in any situation. He will adapt. You can have him be this funny comedian and pull this shit of, like, you're Elias, not Ezekiel. Ezekiel's not a real person. Stop. Or you can have him be the murderous heel he was when he, like, first debuted. So you can put him in anything and he'll thrive. So he and a little bit Chad Gable held this feud up to a higher standard than it really needed to be. And like only made me care because like everyone thought Kevin was crazy. <laughs> so I just want to see how he would react to that. But the match was fine. Kevin's great. Ezekiel Elias, whatever you want to call him, has been good in the ring. He hasn't really got the chance to like utilize that or show it. But mm-hmm. it was another like Bobby almost thing. I just didn't really care. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a fun match. Everyone to something to get the crowd back into it, you know what I'm saying? You know, catch their breath and everything like that before, you know, the all the other matches. But man, it, it I gave it the same grade, like C minus, you know, but like you said, it's you know, it's held up by Kevin Owens. But why is Ezekiel gotta come out looking like hostage taker or hostage warrior? <laughs> Remember when Warrior like held Vince McMahon hostage? Like that's what he looked like. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, he, I ain't gonna come a, he might be the best wrestler to wear like little 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 yeah the little things. tassels yeah tassels <laughs> yeah. that's what they're called right and I don't know man like I don't, and I I don't really get why people are not selling really selling Owens a stunner they just kind of like get it and then they just plop down yeah. You know, like, what I'm saying? where's like, the appeal, really... guys? You gotta sell Let it. me take a stunner one time. Um, say so you've already taken a bump once, TC. You're yeah, I took a bump. Oh, that's true. That's true. I'm waiting for the video too. We're gonna find. Oh that. my god, I can't wait to see that because, like, I know I remember who that is when you guys were talking about it. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Man. Yeah. Okay. Not in my door. I can't wait to see it, man. Oh. oh. <laughs> <Love it. laughs> Oh wow. oh, wow. Oh, wow. I can't let's, wait to uh, see that. Let's move on to the next match. Uh, Judgment Day. I don't, I don't like, I don't like the D. The, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't like that. Sounds weird. So I'm just calling yeah. Judgment Day. Uh, they defeat AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan. Uh, shout out to Edge. He has not missed in the last two and a half years mm-hmm. since he's returned. Uh, I had to had to think about it, and I was like, I can't remember him losing more than three matches. He actually only lost four. Hmm. Lost there you uh, go. twice to Roman, once to Seth, once to Randy. Oh wow! wow. Yeah. Uh, I know Katie's been waiting to talk about this one. Uh, Rhea Ripley in shorts. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Yeah. No, this match was fun. I heard uh Molly Holly produced this one. Oh along with no along shit. with along with Petey Williams. 
Wow. Which, what like, the when the fuck did Petey Williams start working for WWE? Yeah, I was going to Petey's been with him for a minute. Has he? I, I, yeah. I think I remember, but I, it, he I made cameo on TV once or twice. I'm going to have to run it back because, like, every time there's like a brawl or something, I, I noticed Jamie Noble. I noticed mm-hmm. Davari. But, like, I'm going to have to look out for Petey Williams next time. Yeah. yeah. That match he, was, I didn't know he was there. I didn't know he was, was at that match. state, though. He had that. That uh, he was managing match. Last time I seen him, he was in Impact, and that was last year. Mm, okay. So yeah, wow, I got a shot. But uh, see, Finn Balor still still faced with a moral compass. Every time he sees Rhea Ripley, he's just like, "Yo, who the fuck out of my way?" Like, I'll, I'll <laughs> I was like, I Rhea Ripley see. out, bro. Like, move out. Right. Like, you just being scared. Like, <laughs> I'll stump Rhea Ripley out. She can stomp me out. It's all good. Right. It's all fair. Yeah. But I I think the fans like y'all stop stop bitching about Finn Balor's booking because like you paying attention. We said it on the show weeks ago that like yeah Finn Balor probably gonna join up with Judgment Day just like is every week is is something like mm. Edge is Edge is yeah. trying to recruit new people into the group. Yeah, it's only a matter of time at this point. Like just let the story run out. Stop talking about what he deserves. Right, like, come on, fam. He's good, and he's not like booked bad. Like he's on the show. Nah. Like, he loses a lot, but that's really the only thing. He's on TV all the time. He's, he's in, in big this, programs. Yeah, I was gonna say he's in this big feud right now. So. Like he, right. he's feuding with Hall of Famers like all the time, bro. Exactly. Like they obviously yeah. like him. It's not that they don't like him. They <laughs> just have him out there losing all the time. He, he just happens to be a big loser. And maybe if he joins up with Edge. Because Damian Priest, he was fine, and then he started losing, and then he joined up with Edge. Mm. When the last time Damian Priest lost, Rhea Ripley was losing all the time. Joined up oh, with Edge. Okay, I see what you're. You saying. see where it's going. Yeah, Finn, I see where it's Finn going. Is lost. When the last time Finn won a match that mattered? I mean, the NXT title, right? Probably then. Right. Who did he beat right? for the Intercontinental belt or the U.S. Uh, title? God. Did he? Be- then he beats not Shinsuke Nakamura, right? Was it no, no uh, it was Apollo US Creed, title. right? No. Uh, uh, see, I don't remember who is had Google? it. It wasn't Riddle. What was it? <laughs> yeah, it's good. I got it. It is Google. It's Google. It's Google. <laughs> I got it. I got you. You said US title? Yeah. I know he lost the theory. But who did Finn beat for it? I forgot. Was it Damian Priest? Was it Priest? It was Priest. I think it was Priest. Oh, it was yeah. Priest. I, think, yeah. I think it might have been Priest. Oh my God, it was Priest. Yeah. Because that's how come he's part of this. Wow. Yeah, that, yeah, that's why they beacon yeah, right yeah. now. Okay, okay, yeah. Right. Oh my God. We're just, <laughs> it, all, it all makes sense, doesn't it? I had to think about God, that. Damn. See, you hot potato stuff, like you tend to forget. But, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, a minus for me. What did y'all think about this? A plus. A fucking plus. Let me tell you why. Whatever happened to Ray Ripley's gear, uh, good. I'm glad she had to make shit on the fly because that's what this was. And Lord, oh, something happened to her gear. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, something happened. Yeah, it literally got like like, um, the the purple shit looked real cheap. (laughs) She tweeted something saying that like when your gear gets lost or like got held up at an airport, I'm guessing. So she literally had to make that shit like on the fly. Rhea Ripley, you you lose your gear a lot. 
Yeah, she, she really does. She really does. But you know what? I'm glad she didn't use Damien Priest's gear this time. She just yeah. did what she had to do. And it was it was a good look. Keep it. Just, just such a such a such a nice time. Honestly, please keep it for the love of God. I wonder whose shorts just, those were. I don't know. But thank you, you whoever they were. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. This is better than Trick Williams wearing Last Legends pants on the same oh, episode Facts. Of facts. <laughs> this is far superior. But also, the match was good. AJ got busted open. I don't even know when the fuck it happened. It was like towards the yeah. end, but AJ got busted open bad. Because hmm. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, he was on the outside, and then he comes, does phenomenal forearm and he was bleeding so something happened on the outside and then he got sent out for the rest of the match but the match was good the chemistry between these six is great i said pull a major plot twist have all three people join judgment day Mm. just one big ass faction that's what i that's what i was suggesting but no i i loved the match regardless of Rhea's gear, but this was one of the ones I was looking forward to anyway, so I give it an A+. Plus. Ooh. I have to agree. I'll give it an A. Um, just because, yeah, I don't know what the hell happened to AJ Styles, but in terms of, like, chemistry and stuff and the way Judgment Day is being booked, yeah, I'm for it. Like, I want to see what they're going to do after yeah. this. Yeah, man. I enjoyed that no, one. and uh, I enjoyed the next one, too. Sorry if that offends. Because I enjoyed a Baron Corbin match, but I did. <laughs> uh, happy Corbin, uh, and and I guess he's just Madcap now. He's, he's, he's not Madcap mad Moss anymore, right? Uh, uh, Madcap defeats Baron Corbin in a no holds barred match, and and this one all day, <laughs> all day. It was it was it was a yeah. Go watch it. Uh, I didn't think about it, but this was the only. Uh, SmackDown match on this whole yep. show, so this is pretty much oh, like yeah. a special edition of Monday Night Raw. Uh, <laughs> Basically, pretty much. It was still, it was still cool. Uh, Baron Corbin. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Madcap uh, got it back in blood and uh, crushed Baron Corbin's throat. That, that's kind of what happens when you when you talk shit a lot. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shouldn't have been talking shit. So <laughs> honestly. But yeah, uh this one, uh, what grade I'll give this one. B plus. I enjoyed it. It was it was cool. It was fun for what it was. Madcap future world chain. I'm sorry. Oh it right now. Go ahead, Katie. What you think? I GC knows I have no love for oh. Happy Gordon. Um Bomb ass Baron Corbin over everything. If bring you it have back. to be something, Corbin. Bring it back. Honestly. You, you have it, you have it written in the lore. It's canon. He it came out of Corbin's mouth. He said, I would rather be broke again than lose to Madcap Moss. So bring True. it back. True. See. Look at that. It's manifest. I guess you know it's manifested. I'm telling you. It's man it's manifest destiny right there. You're gonna go but bankrupt like, paying his hospital bills. <laughs> well yeah he got he got his ass stretched out that's why which that spot was cool um i the fact that it was the only smackdown match which kind of sucked but then again they're not really doing anything on smackdown since roman's mia 
I, I mean, you know, you could have put the IC title on the fucking card, but no. That's true. I would have loved to see like Big I, Moon on the card. I want to see Ricochet get his chest caved in on a pay-per-view, not on SmackDown. Like, I'm not asking for a lot. True. That's what's going to happen. So, wasn't oh, yeah, really Ricochet got about five days left as champion. So. Oh. <laughs> Start counting, bro. And he's going to lose his girl to Shanky, like... Yeah, man, Ricochet <laughs> down bad. Like Ricochet is is MVP at a down bad Olympics the last couple. <laughs> On God, like so wasn't, and I didn't really care about this feud. Like this is probably the one I care. This is the match I cared the least about. Hmm. But like Madcap won, so let's give it a C. Uh-huh. C, okay, that's pretty good. I, th- I think I feel yeah. like I'm being generous with that. <laughs> But you know what? I actually enjoyed this. I ain't gonna lie. Like at first, I was just like everybody else. I'm kind of like not gonna watch this. But as the match went on, and you just seen Mad Cat just throwing him around, and you know, Bart, yeah, Baron man. Corbin, he's a good seller. I don't care what anybody says. He's a good seller, and he was selling the hell out for Mad Cat. And you know what? For a minute, I thought I was watching Drew McIntyre. By the time his you know bring attire look, you know what I'm saying. But you know, I, I gotta say, you know, whatever they do with Mad Cat, I'm I'm all for because he kind of showed in this match that he could do more than just be that goofy lackey. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm gonna just try to put this and manifest this. If Baron Corbin goes back to the Lone Wolf, I want him in Judgment Day. Okay. Okay. You know, because he he been kind of losing. Uh huh. And so maybe he could kind of get back to that win streak. Okay, that's 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 something right there. We'll yeah. see about that. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, next up for the United States Championship, Theory defeats Mustafa Ali. Uh, this one it would have been like a really good two hundred five live title match on a pay per view about <laughs> like three four years ago. It's kind of what it reminded me of. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was good. Uh, when they put it in the cool down spot, I was just like, yeah, Ali's not winning. Yep, like, yeah. right there. I was just like, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe. Monday. Uh, we'll see. Maybe money in the bank. Who knows? Yeah, maybe money in the bank. I don't know. Um, I'll give this one a B minus. The the card placement brought it down a bit for me. The match was really good. Um, yeah. I think if they placed it somewhere else on the card, like in place of the Owens Ezekiel match, mm-hmm. you might have you might have not made it obvious who was going to win. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Be minus for me. Yes. That you know what I gotta say, I'm gonna give it a C minus only because I'm sorry, C plus only because they didn't really get to like you said, they didn't really get to tell like their story. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. with, with some of the spots they did, they kind of got the crowd into it, but like you said, like they knew you knew this was gonna be a short match because they were hitting everything quick. Yeah, yeah. and and they didn't really get a chance to tell like a story that they wanted to like have Ali get that good comeback. It was just kind of like, you know, a spot fest almost. Yeah. It was, it was a fun ending, but yeah. As soon as he missed that 450, I was like, yeah, here we go. Knew. <laughs> Run it back on Monday. Give them some time. True. Give them a couple commercial breaks and let them show up. You got three hours. Yep. Yeah. Do something. Let it rock. Uh, and then our main events, uh, rumors circulated all day about an apparent injury of Cody Rhodes, and it was confirmed finally at the top of the kickoff show. Cody Rhodes 
he had adrenaline in his soul, tore his right titty off the bone. Yes. It was unfortunate. It was big and purple. Oh, looked nasty. nasty. Oh, it looked like God. Katie's hair kind of late. That was the color. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It was all bad. Like he he tore his pet. He must really want to be Triple H. You remember Triple H tore oh, his pet yeah. Arabia? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like he had a uh-huh. pedigree in this match. He pulled a sledgehammer out, all the triple H-isms. Uh yep. get well soon to Cody though. Like some of the bumps he was taking, they must have had him on that on the crazy painkillers. Like, yeah. Like I, I was on like, they gave me this painkiller when I dislocated my shoulder a few months back. It did, yeah. Like, just you, you a football fan, just you remember like Ray Lewis tore, tore his tricep yeah. and he came yeah. back like three weeks later. Yeah, he yeah. was on the Ray Lewis shit. Oh my god, yeah, you know that they had to inject a little something in there, yeah, like or do he, something. He was using it a lot. He took a table bump, yeah. Like, and I've seen a lot of doom and gloom of people on, like, oh, I'm so uncomfortable. Yada, yada. Like, y'all act like Cody Rose, the first wrestler to ever wrestle injured before. Right. I think I think it was more so the fact that they could see it. Oh, yeah, okay. That's fair. But, like. Because a lot of the times, like, we, we have an idea somebody's injured. Like, I will say, I did call Punk being injured. Um, I did notice. Um, but you couldn't tell like what was wrong, but this you could literally fucking yeah. see the bruise. His, the bruise was oh, uh, it was not, when he took that jacket off. I was like, "There's no way." I was like, yeah. "Say psych." Right. He should have. He should have wrapped it up at least. But no, I'm I'm not shocked that he wrestled. People was like, "Man, just go to the hospital. That looks bad." Like, no, this right? is Cody Rhodes, man. This is the same dude. He took an unprotected chair shot to the head yeah. with a non-gimmick chair. True. He, this is the same dude that put himself through a flaming table without right. putting any flame retardant on his body. Right. Like, come on now. Like, it's this Cody is Rose. definitely kind of match. Like, yep, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's, it's literally in his blood. Wrestling has more than one royal family. <laughs> no, nah, uh, I'm going to get this one. Uh, I'll get this one an A+. Plus. From the beginning, when I seen Seth Rollins come out in polka dots, yep. wearing Dusty Rose ring attire, uh, I gave it another A plus because uh, he had a, a weight belt also in polka dots, yep. and oh, another A plus yeah. for the bull rope, and another A plus for uh, pedigree and sledgehammer appearance for an A plus 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 for me. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a solid A. And more so the fact that like towards the end i i felt bad for cody and like not a big cody Rhodes guy over here and i've said that from the jump i haven't really been his biggest fan especially when he was in oh, aw you i can go check I, the archives i'm the biggest cody Rhodes fan of all the time <laughs> don't check the archives but. <laughs> <laughs> but like i i've been liking cody since he came back to wwe and like this feud with seth has been great uh, it's mm-hmm. definitely one of the best things on Raw. Uh, but, like, especially at the end of the match, after he won, he literally had, like, tears in his eyes. And he was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I was like, stop celebrating and just go now. You're done. Just, right. you, got, you can get out of there now, my guy. You don't have to stay. But the match, like, they don't miss. Like, these two, like, this is the end of the trilogy, which I'm curious how it would have went if Cody didn't 
tear his fucking titty off. I probably the same outcome, but I want to see. I want to. I'm curious as to what the match could have been, because he still mm. did a whole hell of a lot more than I really was expecting. Yeah, yeah. Which major fucking props to him, because I fucked my hand. I couldn't do anything. All oh, right, bro. I told you I dislocated my shoulder. I couldn't really drive that way. Oh yeah. yeah, that would be. Oh my god. Bro, yeah, imagine wrestling with one arm. That's why I respect Finn Balor a lot. We had the same injury. He wrestled a whole match. Oh yeah. Ironically, right. against yeah, the same guy. I forgot. But. Yeah, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, Seth's a bad worker." I was like, "Okay, not true. It's not Seth's fault. It was t- slightly torn on Monday, and then Cody weight trained and tore completely. So that's not on mm-hmm. Seth. Y'all don't be blaming him. Stop that." Yeah, why would they blame? They because it's the because the brawl? They complain, the brawl because yeah they complain about everything. Yeah, they complain about a lot. They need oh someone to blame. God. They're not gonna blame Cody. Oh, uh, nah, they're not gonna y'all. blame the ro- roller coaster, as you were calling. Like they're not gonna blame him. Oh my god! What grade do you guys give this match? I give this like you, uh, TC. I give this an A plus plus plus. I mean, basically, just to you know piggyback on everything that you said. You know, I also will say. I think it's Corey Graves who said that's a broken one wing angel. That's a fallen angel with a broken wing. Yeah, that's a fault. Yes, and I like that very. That's much. the best thing he's ever said. No, besides, Corey, I Corey do. Graves besides, I some do. Things in here every now and again. He gets some good gems. Okay. Like every yeah, now and again, he has some. But, yeah, I, yeah, and you know what? Since I recorded my episode, I didn't really hear about the injury until, and I was watching Game Two. Um, I didn't really hear about the injury until the, the show started and we took his jacket off. I'm like, oh man, none of the ugly ass tattoo. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That's the injury. So I'm like, oh, okay, man. Damn. I was like, damn, that looks bad, bad. And then he had that, uh, the, that tweezer thing and he put it right on his nipple. Oh my. Yeah. That looked right. Bad. That looked, that looked bad. right. That, do you remember that? Or? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let me so- describe it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a that was hell in a cell and uh money in the bank is the next Ooh. premium live event probably yeah, i might, 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 might do a post show on that one might do oh, a really post show on that one. we're at the uh at the oh what am i nah. saying the hotel hello you live there no nah. yeah he he lives there i'm, I'm yeah. gonna yeah gonna do the post show like i'll do every post show <laughs> <laughs> I just won't do it that night. I'll wait the next day. I got no, you. I got it's you. gonna be fun. Hurry up and send me my tickets. Please. Because I, I, I it would be a shame to y'all to get peasant of the week or fuck it up. My tickets Ooh. I paid four hundred dollars for. But Oof. that asked. Yeah. Uh plug your socials, guys. Whoever wants to go first. Ladies first. Damn it. All right. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Katie Rasm13. Link to my bio to take you all things Sheely Showcase. Twitch.tv slash Sheely Showcase. Typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. We move the time up because I would like to actually do more things with my time. Uh, YouTube video. I always say go watch that. What? I barely be getting off work and I see there's a link. I'm like, dang, I can't decompress. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, time zones suck. It's true. The damn I shame. Understand. Uh, but Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, 
uh, most re- recent episodes out, Inside the Mind of, this is an interview series I do with people in the wrestling community. TC and Jess have also been on that. TC's is two hours long. If you want to hear TC talk for two oh, hours, about candles oh, and conspiracies. Dinosaurs, the conspiracy theories. Yo. TC's is great. Just is also fucking hysterical. So his was great too. Uh, in the crowd, we might be doing an episode with Get Show if we can get all the guys together. It's so we're stay tuned working for on that. It's, we're working on it. It's, it's a, a process. process. It's a process. It's a process. But yeah, and I was on the way to Smack and Row. So check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I recorded an episode today, so there's a new get show up. Check all the uh podcasts, you know, um fees, Apple, Spotify, all of them, you know, overcast. I don't know who uses overcast anymore, but um, you know, so it's up there. Um, uh, you know, you can find me on the get your podcast on Twitter, get your podcast on Instagram. Um, and yeah, thank you for having me, TC. You know, man, this is always a pleasure. I'm I'm a fan, so this is an honor for me. Is that I'm a fan? I'm a fan too. And uh yeah. appreciate y'all. Wow, what did I what the hell am I about to say? I appreciate y'all for coming on. You know, in the final hour to, yeah. to to do the second half of the show. We had a fun time. Shout oh, out yeah. to Jayline on the beat. Yep, yep. Providing us with the sounds. Go check out that rooftop views on all your streaming podcasts. I say streaming mm-hmm. podcasts, your streaming platforms like Spotify and iTunes and Tidal and Google Music and Amazon Music and yeah, I'm plugging everything. Go Hell check yeah. that out. Go check out the beats, man. Good beats. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go check out Young Kings Wrestling, ykwrestling.com everywhere. You can follow us everywhere on Instagram at ykwrestling underscore, but everywhere else at ykwrestling by itself and Follow me personally if you feel so inclined to at tc.fontaine or foi photo 702 both on Instagram. And that's it. I have nothing else. Yeah. Anybody else have anything else? No, uh, this well, was fun. Not, not to get all crazy, but not, my shirt came in. You know what I'm saying? Got the, you know, yes. go, go get you. Go get you. What's right, up? Right, right. Why was it hidden the whole time? Go get you one of those pro wrestling, <laughs> pro choice shirts. YKWrestling.com. The link is right there. Or you can hit the link tree in Katie's bio as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either yeah. or. It's accessible wherever. Go get that. Multiple people got it in their bios. People fucking find one. So and you have it. zero excuse is what she's saying. Yep. Hell yeah. So yeah. Go get you some merch and go listen to everybody's show here. That's right. Let's do and it. And in the meantime, we'll be back next week with another one. Another one. <laughs> See y'all later. Go. On. <laughs>